Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Listen, God is, um, has he just been wrecking anybody lately? And we have a few people in the house. You don't have to, you don't have to shout us down, but you don't have to be silent either. We, we don't like silence uh, much. I start to go, what's going on when it gets real quiet? But thank God, sometimes the silence is welcomed. Amen. Amen. But we just, um, we want to greet you tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming in the house. And uh, we're going to do our best to get through this together. And I will tell you, um, the more that we are studying this out together and digging, I'm going to make room for you, Pastor. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure that we'll get through this message tonight. I pray that the meat of it comes across, uh, but it's something that I feel will build on even moving on into the next year. Um, I, I'm a little distracted for just a moment. Uh, this young man right here with the blonde hair, would you just stand up for just a moment? I just have to speak a word to you because as I took this platform, the whole room went black and all I saw was you. And, and I just heard the word of the Lord say that, you know, in, in the season of transition and in the season of the tight squeeze, I hear the word of the Lord saying that there is a release coming to you, coming to your family, coming to your circumstance, and every weapon that has been formed and forged, every word that has tried to stick and be stuck, I, I loose it now in the mighty name of Jesus, and I cancel the assignments. I cancel every sickness. I cancel every disease. I cancel everything, every addiction that would try to step in the path of your bloodline. I cancel it now with the mighty decree of the Lord. And I heard the Lord say his footsteps have been ordered by the Lord where nobody else was supposed to be here tonight. And in this season, I called him forth for such a time as this because there is a releasing for your family tonight in Jesus mighty name amen come on do you receive that word Woo. listen God's not prophesying to him he's prophesying through them and so I had to release that so I can move on and do what I my assignment is now tonight Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father God, for your seasons. Thank you, God, for your timeline. That there is a mighty, mighty move of God um, happening right now. We're not waiting on it. We are in it. And I thank you for your mercy and grace that you have not turned it completely over yet. But you are allowing your body to get their foot shod with the preparation of the gospel tonight. And, And throughout this season, let us not neglect and let us not grow weary when we're doing well. For in due season, there is a reaping and a harvest among us. And so we thank you, Father, for that peace and that knowing tonight. I wanted uh, to, this is not really, I say that it's not a preaching word, but y'all know I can, (laughs) the Lord, the preacher come on me, I'll, anything. 
And, uh, but tonight, I do hope that we get this across as a message and a teaching. And like say, it probably will be written up and shared however the Lord would lead. But this coming uh, weekend, it's a big weekend. And I, I want to say this because I want to be cautious not to um, derail you and not force feed you something that you're not ready for. And so I want to break this down as as simple as I can tonight. And I, I want to say, and if you're if you are not new to this ministry, this will not be a new message uh, exactly for you because we talked last year about 5780. We are getting ready this coming weekend to shift into 5781. It's Rosh Hashanah weekend going in midnight uh, into Saturday morning on September 19th, Rosh Hashanah, and it, it is marked as the head of year. And in Israel right now, it's interesting because Rosh Hashanah is always released with a trumpet in Zion. You know what I'm talking about? The sounding of the shofar of the Lord. And they've they, Israel right now is on a secured lockdown mandate over the next three weeks. And so listen, while we are not Jewish, I want anybody that would rebuke me in speaking this word or say they're getting lost in this Hebrew mess, you better be very cautious and read Romans 11 because Paul is rebuking a church because they they became like, oh, well, we're entitled because we're we know Jesus and you don't accept him. But he said, now you wait a minute. You're just a branch off this tree. So somebody just say it. I'm just a branch. And, and if he will engraft us in, you can rest assured that he'll make room for the root system. And so I, I, I love the Jewish community. We honor it. We pray for Israel. Uh, when we were with Pastor Hagee, in San Antonio, uh, Kufi, Christians United for Israel. We've been there three times. Listen, here's what I can tell you. It is blessed of the Lord, and whoever blesses Israel is blessed, and whoever curses Israel is cursed. And we just saw a, an, emp an empowering treaty take place, uh, and the word is a new Middle East, and it will be interesting to watch this unfold. You and I are watching biblical history happen right before our eyes. And the scripture commands us, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And so I'm thankful for a, a glimmer of that hope tonight. What I want to tell you is moving into 5781, that is from creation. Everybody say that, from creation. God's calendar, and Daniel, he says, it is the Lord who controls the times and the seasons. We operate in the Gregorian calendar, but here's what's amazing. God doesn't let us miss out. It truly lines up on his timeline, and I am just releasing that portion of the word for anybody that would feel like you might be lost in this. You're not lost. Buckle up. Hang on. Rosh Hashanah is up on us, going into 5781. And then we are entering into the 10 days of repentance. And those days are seen as an opportunity of change. And we've been in uh, Elul. We have seen transition. We've seen change. But I believe we've not seen nothing yet for the body of Christ and for the kingdom of God. And that will lead us into Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement 
at the holiest day on God's calendar. And in the middle of these days, in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, 5781, to Yom Kippur, there is a Nashville outpouring coming, and revival is breaking out. There are, there are prayer decrees going forth uh, on those days in Washington, D.C., and all around our world. And I'm telling you, while you might not give two cents about any of it, if you are a child of God, it is our mandate to begin to speak to the atmosphere. It is our, it is our birthright as Christ children to speak and uh, declare that this thing has to shift. This thing has to change. Why? Because we have not yet seen the harvest of God come into fruition. Now, last year we entered 5780 and we've entered a new decade and 80 is a representation of pay. And we've said that if the enemy was after anything, he's after the body of Christ to shut her mouth in this season. Uh, we watched a friend actually be kicked out of a, a very, oh, he, you just said it. I wasn't going to say it. Well, you didn't hear him. A massive amusement park yesterday, number one, because he took his mask off, and number two, because he was preaching the gospel in the middle of this theme park, and he was thrown out, and his yearly pass was completely revoked, and they said, if you ever step foot on this property again, you will be arrested for preaching the gospel, and so I'm telling you, if there is not a war on faith, then you are sleeping under a rock tonight, so in this decade of mouth, the pay, we, we declare Psalms 8110 uh, all year long. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And I, I just decree and I declare that you might have to cover it up. And, and I'm not saying don't wear a mask. I've had to wear it and I comply when I go in to places. But at the end of the day, I also am aware of what is happening. There is no infilling taking place when there is a covering put over it. And so what you speak, you will reap. And I uh, We've seen that in an incredible uh, way and an incredible releasing over this last year. And it's not done because it's the decade of pay. We're just adding to, everybody say, the foundation's been laid and God is always building. He's always moving. He is always shifting forward. And so we are crossing into a new year and a new season. And I want to talk about how this lines up in where we are in the natural, in the Gregorian calendar, as we are ready to cross over in just a few months of 2021. How many is ready to kiss 2020 <laughs> goodbye? Listen, I'm going to give you an opportunity to say sayonara in just a little bit, but we're not there quite yet. So building up on pay, we are adding to, I love it, the, the Lord adds and the Lord multiplies. And so that 80, that zero doesn't have uh, anything to add to. However, when we cross over into Saturday, there is a one added, and that is the Aleph, and it has a numerical value of one and sometimes 1,000. Somebody listen. It is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. It's also the first letter in ours that we've accepted from the Greek, the alphabet. In the Hebrew, there are 22 letters and all of them have a different numerical value. The Aleph as the numerical value of one means mono, singular, one with. Everybody say, yes, Lord. 
I want to be one with you. But I want to ca- I want you to catch this. The original Hebrew alphabet had pictographs that went along with each uh, letter in this alphabet. And this one, the Aleph, was a picture of an ox head. Ooh, it's about to get good. The original pictograph of the Aleph, which is also translated as the Alpha, it, it has the symbol in the pictograph as the ox. Everybody say, oh, we're we about to step into it. About to step into it. I, I love Psalms 8 because it opens and it says, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who has set your glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes. Now we quoted this on Sunday out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants. You have ordained strength that also translates that you almighty God have ordained perfect praise. Everybody say, I must come with childlike faith that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When you step in with childlike faith, God is silencing our enemies and he is our avenger. When those babies took the platform Sunday afternoon and perfected praise was heard in the hearing of God, I believe there were accounts that were about to be settled on enemy lines and enemy territories and God was saying, you are no longer welcome in this place when I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers the moon and the stars which you have ordained say he's ordained it I must come to the knowledge that he is ordaining everything in this hour what is man that you almighty God are mindful of him who are we that you would even think about us yet alone call us your friend And the son of man that you would visit him. How many is thankful that we talked on Sunday? He's knocking at our doors tonight, tomorrow. I'm thankful that as long as I have breath, Father, you're welcome in my space and in my house. For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him have dominion over the works of your hands. So he's saying whatever Elohim. Elohim has created in the beginning God, in the beginning Alpha, in the beginning Aleph, in the beginning God the creator who has ordained and spoken and positioned. He has called you and I to steward his creation. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, O God. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beast of the field. And so he's he, here as he is calling forth the sheep and the oxen. I, I just want to step in just a moment because the Aleph uh, being the creation, being the beginning, being the ox head. 
said it is a representation of strength. And I don't know about you, but we are in a season that the church needs to be strengthened. I, I feel like the church in the book of Revelation, when they said, arise and strengthen what is left. You might not look like much left, but I'm telling you, I feel the strength of an ox coming up on the church. And it's important in this hour that we would not be weary, that we would not stop, that we would not fret, but we would allow the strength to rise up on the inside of us with power, with a chief cornerstone authority and in the leadership that he has called us to be. You are not weak in this hour. You are not without hope and you are not without strength, but the joy of the Lord is your strength in this hour. And so as we are crossing in to 5781, somebody needs to grab this prophetic word that there is a newfound strength arising in this weak vessel. The enemy would have you to believe that you have no dominion. Why? Because he robbed it from the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, and he thought he had humanity. He thought he had creation. But a second Adam came on the scene and engrafted us in. And because of uh, I am a branch of the tree of righteousness tonight. And because of that, you can have dominion in the kingdom of God. Woo, that's a word. The Lord began to speak to me several months ago. And you've heard me say, uh, there's always at least one him or two people who hear the crazy things the Lord tells me because I, I want number one accountability but I also want a witness to what God is speaking that when he says it and when it is made evident and here's what you can know when God says it it will be shouted from the rooftops because the kingdom of God is not schizophrenic uh, uh, he is speaking one language one mission one purpose with many different giftings and many different operations I might not look like the, the man that's prophesying, but I promise you, if I remain in the spirit and the spirit remains in me, if that man remains in the spirit and the spirit remains in him, you will hear the same kingdom message come forth because he's one. He's one. One spirit, one mission, one purpose. And so as we cross over into this mono at 5781, he is asking you, bride of Christ, to become one with him, to be yoked for his calling and his purpose. The Lord began to speak to me about the ox anointing several months ago. You're a witness to this. Crystal's a witness to this. Uh, probably summer is a witness to this. The, you can't show you're crazy to everybody, but when God begins to confirm it and reveal it, you can just say, okay, I'm crazy with Jesus. Amen. There are many scriptures all throughout the word of God that references the oxen. And here's what I want to say. When Ezekiel saw the throne, I'm trying to not be preachy tonight. And I want you to catch this. I'm moving quick. So somebody throw these scriptures out 
there that I dropped. Ezekiel saw the creatures, chapter 1, verse 10, as he saw the throne. And he, and Revelation also talks about these creatures. And the beginning of Revelation, John, the revelator, we talked on Sunday, God, give us a revelation. Let us be enlightened to the fullness of what you're doing. John called us, you and I, up a little bit higher. Ooh, he said, come on up a little higher. At first he said, I saw a door. I saw a door. And this voice came from within and it said, come up higher. And if there was ever an hour that I feel the church needs to rise above some stuff, we need to move up and step out of our carnality and get into the spirit of the living God. John, how do I get a revelation? John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. When is the Lord's day? Every day that you're living and breathing to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He's not look if one day is as a thousand come on I'm telling you God is moving through a people in this hour and he's saying I desire for you to be like John the revelator for you to be like Ezekiel just sitting by a bank side of a river and see the throne of the throne room of God and its magnificence come forth how many would love to see the awe and the wonder of what heaven is doing doing in this hour he is calling you and I up you can't look at the throne of God in your carnal mind you got to step into the spirit you have to become a leaf with the God alpha you have to step into the oneness of his spirit and let him unveil his mysteries but revelation 4 7 through 11 speaks of these same Four creatures that Ezekiel saw. And one, it says, had a face like a lion. In Matthew, we see him as the Messiah, the king, the lion of the tribe of Judah. And the second had a face like an ox. And, and an ox carries a servant mentality. If there was ever a time that the church needed to rise in some servant leadership, in some servant mentality, nobody wants to serve. Nobody wants wants to carry the yoke around but I'm telling you that's how the greatness and the fulfillment of God's plan will come to fruition in Mark 10 we see that Jesus did not come to be served but he came to serve so in the book of Mark you see the face and the nature of the ox and the third was like a face of a man in the book of Luke we see the son of man and, and walking in a man anointing and the fourth was like a face of a flying eagle and in the book of John we see him as the son of the living God as the eagle his eyes are up on you today and I'm telling you this because God has been speaking and I've been saying God there is something about these four creatures because when they 
they would begin to cry out in the throne room of God. And when they would begin to move, then the elders would follow suit. These, I believe, represent an anointing that heavens to face the four facets of God that he is longing to release upon a people. And we are moving. Listen, the lion and the eagle work together. The apostle and the prophet with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. And the Lord told me, let me tell you how this works. The oxen and the man work together too. Oh boy. Is everybody with me? Have I lost anybody? Nope, we're still there. Praise God. All of these created creatures have amazing abilities. I'm, I'm going to tag you in just a moment, and then I got more. But they have amazing abilities. But I want you to share just a little bit about the nature and, and the ability that an ox anointing carries. The ox in the natural reflects in the spirit. So, Pastor, if you'll just share a little bit about this. Well, you see in these, these four different facets, we see the combining of the, it's a blending of sovereignty and humility humanity and deity and we see this is the walking in the spirit as you were talking about uh walking in the spirit uh as ezekiel walked in the spirit as john walked in the spirit and we see that revelation is coming alive as they're walking in the spirit we have to walk in the spirit because we have the tendency to walk in our flesh and so we have to make an intentional effort uh, to get into the spirit somebody say i gotta be intentional to get into the spirit. And so the Bible says in John 20 and 30 and through 31, it says that many signs truly Jesus did in the presence of his, of his disciples. But there were a lot that wasn't written in the book. We see in these four gospels, we see such a vastness of who Jesus Christ is in the four dimensions that we see. The four faces represent the fullness of, of Jesus Christ and what he could accomplish. But even these books could not contain the magnitude and the vastness of of our loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you might believe Jesus is the Christ, is the reason uh, that we see in the Gospels, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders, that we would believe that He is, and that He was, and that He is to come. You've heard me say it many times, that that, that Jesus is multidimensional. We can see this here in this depiction of these four creatures. The ox, the bull, uh, is an ancient Christian symbol of redemption. Come on, somebody. It it is the, the it is the symbol of the crucifixion. It is the symbol of the harvest. And so we see here that the life and the sacrifice of Christ as priests, the ultimate sacrifice for the future of humanity, we can see that the cross represents the wooden yoke uh, that was placed upon the yoke of oxen. The cross Christ carried. As he carried the cross, we find that the Lord has done the greater part. Now come on, somebody. He's done the greater part. So that you can do greater. Oh, come on, somebody. He's done the greater part so that now we can walk, listen to this, side by side, yoke 
with him. And I want you to get into those glasses here in just a minute. Side by side, yoked with him so that we can lean on him. How many is glad you have somebody you can lean on? How many is glad you can lean on and lean into uh, him? And, and you can, as you're leaning on him and leaning into him by way of the Holy Spirit, you can learn from him because the Holy Spirit is the ultimate teacher and it manifests the reality of these dimensions of God. And the weight of the burden uh, of the responsibility is at that point lighter. In our flesh, we could not carry this burden. But in the spirit realm, uh, we won't be overwhelmed because with Jesus, we're not alone. Hallelujah. What you need to understand is that you're not alone in the process. That in this moment, and even what you're going through right now, there is still a, a, a yoke anointing, a, 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 an oxen anointing that's being released in this hour, in this season. Uh, there's an ox anointing that's being released uh, for you to understand uh, that you're not alone. That he said, I will never leave you. That I will never forsake you, that I will be with you. In one uh, verse, it says that he is a friend. Come on, somebody that sticks closer. He's side by side. If you have a brother, a lot of times you understand that, that they'll walk side by side. They're communicating with one another and one will help a, a, a brother out. Come on, somebody. But the Bible says that he's closer than a brother and I can watch him and I can pattern after him and I can watch how he's leading and I can, and I can pattern my footsteps and get in rhythm with the righteousness of God. And as I'm plowing the field, we see that there's progress and that there's potential. Why? It's because, now here's what the interesting thing is. You touched on this so many things uh, before, but you said faith of a child. Listen, it's the faith of the child that's going to release the ox anointing. What are you saying there? It's humility. Isn't it interesting that the strongest, the, the strongest, uh, the strength of the ox uh, is operated by the position of humility. That the strength is coming from a humble place. He says, if you'll bend, I will release. I hear somebody right now in the Spirit saying that you've been praying, that you've been seeking, that you've been searching. You've been reaching into a, a, a realm. You don't even know what you're reaching for. But the Lord says that there's an ox anointing that's being released to your house. Hallelujah. You're getting ready to operate in a strength because you bent your knee, because you went to a secret place, because you said you're going to be the priest over your home you're going to apply the blood over the doorpost of your home and God says because you covered your house with the blood of Jesus I'm releasing a strength to you to cast out devils I'm releasing a strength to you to provide in a season of lack God is about to do a thing and he's going to do it because you did a thing you did the right thing and, and you, you humbled yourself and you turned from your wicked ways and it's in the humbling that God is releasing the blessing. It's in the humbling position, the position of prayer that God is releasing heaven's potential into your area and you're going to tread over things that tried to walk on you in last season. Why? Not because you're mighty in yourself, but because the mighty one is with you. Come on. The mighty one is yoked to you. He is the one that you lean on. He is the one you lean into. He's the one that's side by side with Christ in the kingdom. We're walking. Listen, I, I'm not equal to his power, but he said, I want you to walk with me. Come on. I want you to be side by side with me. Isn't that amazing that deity came down to walk with you? But you have to have humility in order to receive the deity of the kingdom of God. And so God is saying that he's searching the heart of his people. He's searching the heart of those who are hungry. 
hungry. And he's saying he's given you ability in your weakness. You said that just a few minutes ago. There's in your weakness, the Bible says, that you are made strong. So he is saying in your weakness, he said said, in your weakness, you're going to push the dirt. Hallelujah. In your weakness, you're going to have the ability to press through the muddy muck. And you're going to you're going to grind through the grime that you that you have to face in this season to see the harvest. But God says, I'm going to give you the ability because you said, yes, you surrendered. You said, I will serve in this season. I'll step up in my servanthood. I'll step up in my submission. I'll step up in my yielding to you. And his leadership, uh, resting in him and his leadership, trusting in him in the process of the grime. And, 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 and here's what the Lord says. You're not alone. He wants you to know that you're yoked with him. My God, what a blessing. Are you hearing me right now? You're yoked with deity. You're yoked with the power of God. You have heaven's potential on your side and by your side. You need to turn to your neighbor, your wife, your brothers, your daughters, your sons, and say, I have, the Lord is on my side. He's by my side. Come on, you need to say, he's for me. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. Come on, you're yoked with greatness. Yoked with greatness. When you determine to be in his service. To sign up and enlist for that servanthood position. Where you lead me, I will follow. Where you lead me, I will follow. And here's the interesting thing. Moving into 5781. It's still the year to use your mouth because we're still in the pay. We've just added the olive. We're adding it, and we are associating our mouth and aligning our mouth with the harvest field of God. We're making the determination. I come into your timeline, uh, not on my time, not in your plan, not in, your, in, not in my steps, but yours, God. He has ordained And he is ordering steps tonight, ordering steps as we cross over while you're, you know, and and Israel is eight hours. It is ahead of us or behind us. It's always ahead. I should actually know that it's always ahead. The very center point uh, on on planet earth. Listen, God is moving ahead of you at all times. And so as we uh, step over into it, we know, and we look that we all had 2020 as perfect vision, right? And you know, I could not get on board with that. I wanted to, I wanted to be like, woohoo, 20 perfect vision. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but I kept hearing the Lord say, this is the year to be aligned in unity. It is the year to come into unity. It is the year to come into unity. And here's the truth of the matter. How many would say on this day in September of 2020 that without a doubt, 2020 is in fact hindsight? 
Hindsight is 2020, and it's bringing an understanding and enlightenment perspective or a revelation, giving us an opportunity to look back and take an account of everything that we've been doing, what we've been putting our hands to, what we've been opening our mouth for, and what we've been leaving it silent for. God says, yes, in fact, hindsight is 2020, but is it is our prayer that by the end of this year that you will, in fact, have the perfect vision of the Lord, that you can look back and say, had it not been for the Lord on my side, I wouldn't have made it. I couldn't have got here, but because I'm here, I say yes to you, Lord. I say yes in hindsight. I look back and I see where I was selfish. I look back and I see where I was a brat. I look back and I see where I was about my own business and not the Father's. Forgive me, Lord, while there is still time. I'm seeking you while I still have breath. I say yes to your plan and I accept the yes. Hindsight is 2020 tonight. Listen, not everybody has the privilege to say that. There are people right now under the sound of my voice. You feel like you are in the blackest hole, the darkest pit. You say, I don't have a vision after these last several months of going through hell. The enemy has taken and stolen and robbed from me. But I'm telling you, if you will hold on. God is not through with you yet. I've seen so many incredible people, people who love Jesus, who have crossed on into glory. And I made this statement on our live this morning, and I said, here's what you need to know as people of God, people of God who are not loving their life unto death. And we have to rise up and say, I don't like it, but whether I live or whether I die, I win. Whether I live or whether I die, I am the Lord's. And when you have that perspective, I've heard it said you cannot kill a dead man. You cannot kill a dead woman. Somebody who has sacrificed and labored and said, Lord, I want your vision for my life. I want to see what you want me to see. God, I want what you want. Every hour of every day, I need the old God, I need thee. And so in this moment of hindsight, I pray for you that if you feel like you've lost, if you feel like you're broken, if you feel like you're alone, I I just declare that you would just reach over and touch the mighty hand of God. Touch the mighty hand of Jesus and let him lead you up out of this trial and watch this thing turn, not necessarily for your good, but for kingdom principle, kingdom purpose. And when you align with God, he says, you will work and serve me. Great shall be your reward. 2020. Shoo. Listen, I'm telling you, the sooner we catch the right perspective, the sooner we can turn and move forward. God designed us to be moving towards him, not 
towards the things of our past. And I, how many is ready to move forward out of this trial, out of this Egypt, out of this bondage, and out of this mess? And here's what I, I can't tell you that everything is going to be peachy keen in the natural, but that's why you have to step into the spirit. Because when you walk in the spirit, you don't see the same way that a worldly carnal mind sees. You don't completely align with the news channels that are that are filing the natural reports and the world news, but you're aligning with kingdom news and kingdom principle. I'm not telling you to go hide in a cave. It's not time to go hide in a cave. It's time to come out, open your mouth and declare the good news of Jesus Christ. Yes, we have trouble. Yes, we're in perilous times. Yes, I'm being pressed on every hand, but I'm still looking up and knowing that my redemption is drawing nigh on this day and in this night. The oxen have often had great purpose all through biblical history uh, before we had an incredible, uh, uh, you know, relevance of technology. The oxen were, were used and had great divine purpose and they would team up side by side, two by two. Sounds like the gospel message of Jesus Christ, right? Two by two, they would hook up and you could not be yoked up. Listen, the scripture says in uh, uh, Paul says it do not be yoked with an unbeliever and we often utilize that in getting married don't marry with somebody and, and I agree if, if you don't try to think that you're going to be the salvation and sleep with them at the same time <laughs> drop that bomb all right but it's the truth. You've got to be very cautious in aligning with right relationship in marriage, in covenant, in ministry, because it matters in the integrity, because whatever you yoke with is what you're going to reap. And so in that, in days past, plowing the fields by team, say, I got to be with the team. They have great strength to carry the heavy weight. Listen, God will not put more on you than you can bear. And he has already carried the heavy load so that all we can do is cast our burdens and yoke up with him and become a slave to righteousness. Don't yoke up again to the bondage that we've been delivered from. Uh, that's where the most of the church has lived. Uh, people who have been saved and who think they want saved, always saved and go right back to the same old bondage and the same old yoke. And I'm not trashing a denomination. I'm coming against a mindset because that's not a denomination. It has crept in every facet and every house that we think that we can trickle and just put on this yoke on this side and on Sunday decide that we're going to yoke up and be with Jesus. But I'm telling you, that's the gift of hindsight in this hour and in this day. And God has given us grace and he's given us mercy in the hindsight to say, look, you better settle the accounts. It's time to break the false authority with that yoke and with that addiction and come unhooked from that cart because that 
cart's going to lead you straight to hell and everybody that's hooked up with you. But when you hook up to my righteousness, then I can do something for the kingdom mission of God. God is looking for the laborers in this tower who will work the harvest field for this mission and this great cause of Christ. We are about to step into the year of great magnitude, listen, of a harvest. The great magnitude of the harvest of God. But I'm telling you, the harvest doesn't come without the plowing. <laughs> without a little bit of sweat and a little bit of tears and a little bit of, you know, put it, but look, put your head down, put your shoulders out and push this thing. If there was ever a time that we have seen the kingdom message feeling the pushback, it's in this hour. And you're going to have to put your head down and just keep moving forward to whatever the mission that God has called you to. And there is no, everybody just say this with me. There is no harvest without the plowing and there's no plowing without the oxen. Proverbs 14.4 tells us where there are no oxen, the trough is clean. If you don't like messes, this ain't your year coming. Where there are no oxen, the trough is clean. Listen, people of God, if we want the harvest, we better know. We got to give praise for the messes to clean up because that means there's, there's increase. Listen, but much increase, not just a little bit. We talked about it on Sunday. Allow this pressure to work for you. This pressure that's pushing against you is bringing a great increase. Proverbs 14, 4, where there are no oxen, the trough is clean but much increase comes by the strength of an ox come on listen God is calling you in great strength not on your own but in his kingdom principle God is giving us an opportunity to walk in his strength in his integrity to put your weakness down and pick up his strength now listen, I, I was the last service that we uh, we getting ready to come back together. So it's been a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was over here in the floor, and I went into a vision, and I found myself in the middle of a dirty field. I mean, it was full of dirt, and I'm standing nose to nose with a massive ox. And I could feel the breath of this thing. I mean, and he looked me right in the eye. And I remember catching his, his eyes and just at a dead stare. And I said in this vision, what are you waiting on? And I hear a voice, what are you waiting on? And I'm telling you tonight, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on to happen before you let go of that? What, what is it that you have so longed and desired to feel, yes, you can come, Zach, that you can't let go of this because you're not sure this is going to be there for you? Pastor just told us that you are not alone, that he is with you always, even until the end. And so in this, God said, what are you waiting for? And I was like, huh? And God said, 
the ox and the man. I'm not a man. Don't get me twisted. Amanda. (laughs) The Persian, the ox and the Persian work together. This beast of burden is a servant. Where you go, where you tell him to go, where you command, he goes. Listen to me, people of God. I then heard the Lord say, I'm giving you ox sight for this coming season. And so I was like, well, do they have good vision? I don't know what this means. And so all of this, we just researched and we've prayed and we've breathed the life into this. And some of our team, even uh, in staff, has helped piece this message together. I love it. You want to know why? Because we're a team of oxen. We're not alone in this season. You cannot do this alone. Nowhere in the scripture is that even what the kingdom is. You don't go alone. You team up two by two. He sent them out two by two. So when he said, I'm giving you ox sight, I wrote this down in my journal. And then I began to research what is ox sight. And interestingly enough, there was a website uh, that There are technology glasses that were being formed. And on that day, a couple of weeks ago, I think they've just released, actually. It it said on the front of the site, coming late 2020. (laughs) Perspective, hindsight. Oxite, coming late 2020. Let me tell you something. We're in the last gear of 2020 crossing over into 5781. And God is saying, I'm giving you ox sight. And let me tell you what these glasses say. That these were created by an incredible people. That they want people who need their vision expanded. It actually said it like this. These glasses are for a low vision community people who are visually impaired oxite is coming late 2020 those that have a lost vision that cannot see that don't even know where they're going you have a low visibility But God said, I'm releasing an ox sight upon my church in this hour for a low vision community who wants to expand their field vision. What are you saying? Proverbs 29, 18. Where there is no vision, let's just say it like this, where there is no revelation, that's what vision is, it's a revelation, people cast off restraint. Now let's go a little deeper. The people run wild. Where there's been no revelation, 
that you people of God are not alone when you have not gotten the revelation that Jesus loves you when you have missed the revelation that God has put a kingdom seed on you demanding the fruit then you run wild to your own agenda and your own ways and you yoke up to the wrong spirit but where there's revelation you will not perish but you will have life and life abundantly God said I'm tired of my people running wild according to their own standards not having the servant's heart not moving in the servanthood of the kingdom where you lead me I will follow but he said I'm releasing ox sight in this seat late 2020 well here we are people of God cross I believe if those people had a revelation they would have said oxide is being released as we're crossing over into 5781 now let me take this even deeper for you people of God this ain't Bible this is how God created the oxen you ready for this he ordained creation he ordained it. He fashioned you just how he wanted you, not for you to have your own say and change it. He created the cattle and the oxen for their eyesight. Now you can look this up. To be set on a certain position on their head and they have a field vision of over 300 degrees. So it's about a 30, uh, 330 field vision. So they can see as far from here all the way to here while never removing their sight off of the mission. You know what that means? They have a minimum blind side. I'm going to preach right there. You see, some of you in 2020 have been blindsided by the enemy. You've been blindsided by the lies of people. You've been blindsided by this virus. But God said, I'm releasing ox sight as we cross over in 5781 to cancel your blind sight you will not be caught off guard by the enemy in this season now let me tell you this going even further say they have an incredible field vision I didn't know this when I looked this up my my David back there running sound helped me settle this he said I said I don't know what the fullness of oxide is and he said well check this out and he found it that the oxide ooh, has an incredible field range that cancels a blind side now let me tell you the only place <laughs> here we are 2020 hindsight God has given us our grace look back get your house in order people of God The only place that an oxen cannot see. <laughs> this is important. Is directly behind them. 
The gospel in Luke tells us that no one puts their hand to the plow and looks back because if you dare put your hand to it and you look back, you're not fit for the service of the kingdom. But as we cross over into 5781, there are some people who have not labored. You're getting ready to labor. There's some intercession who have yet to be awakened you're about to awaken there's some worship leaders with a song on the inside of you that is about to break forth you're about to put your hand to the plow and you will not look back to yesterday you will not seek what placed you back there but God said I'm releasing oxide canceling the blind side and you can't Look back in this season. Paul said, Paul said in Philippians 3:13 and 14, forgetting those things which are behind me. And I press forward to the mark of the high call of God. Now catch this. All right, so why should I align with 5781? Because I looked up 2021 in the Strong's Concordance. And I kid you not, you can look it up yourself. 2021 in the Strong's Concordance means to put your hand to. (laughs) God does not make a mistake in his timeline. For all you religious folk, Listen, here's what I can prophesy to you. You will put your hands to something. And whatever you put your hands to, it will either bless the kingdom or you're going to make your way to the pit of hell. But I'm here tonight to release an oxide anointing. I'm here to release. You gotta stop yoking up to the bondage that you've been delivered from. You gotta cancel the addictions. You gotta move forward and press towards the mark of the high call of God. Know that God is for you. Know that he's yoked up with you. He's not forsaken his church. He's not forsaken America. He's just rallying the laborers. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers have been few. But not after this, not after this, not after this. I'm pressing, I'm moving, I'm shifting, I'm putting my hands to it in this season. We hope you enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.